you with your super nice AV equipment. Yeah. And here I thought it was cool because I have a filter, but. What? Um, where is it? Whoa. With the crotch shot. <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. This is high podcasting. I'm dead after dark. Ooh, only available on Patreon. Yeah, can you hear me now? Yeah, I've been able to hear you the whole time. Yeah, does it sound any different? Better, worse, anything? Camera kind one. Kind of in my own. Camera one. It's not like substantially better. Like, oh my god, it's like I'm hearing you for the first time, but it does sound very clean. What about that? How is that? Camera Keep two. talking? Camera two. I am talking, so you can hear me. I actually like the first one better, personally. Me too. Raw dog it. That's what I, I typically you do usually, but it picks up my fan. Raw dog it, no filter. Mm. I can't hear that. You don't have an ASMR mic. No, I don't. I don't want one either. The one that looks like an ear? <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> True. All right. Uh, so this is gonna. What are go the ahead. rules? Well, we'll go over this in the episode, I assume. But so we know what are the rules here? Is it just exclusively TV dads? Is it movie dads? I was gonna say just TV dads. Just TV dads. Okay. Mm -hmm. Good. Because I didn't really do a lot of research for other dads. Yeah, movie dads can be its own thing. I think there's enough TV dads, but I, I would say whatever your definition of a TV dad is. Um, I don't have a clear definition uh, of what like a real dad is, so... <laughs> right. uh -huh. Fair, fair. Oh, yeah. Uh, boom. I'm curious which ones are going to be our overlap. So are we doing it where obviously are we doing a round robin like I pick you pick I pick you pick I pick you pick back and forth? I think that works. Okay, and then um, obviously if you pick one, I can't pick the same one. So correct, unless you want to put any weird modifiers on it. Like once you pick someone, you can't select anyone else from that TV show. Well, I guess yeah, but there's I mean, how many TV shows have more than one dad? Okay, fair enough. So the only or if you count John Redcorn. I do. <laughs> oh no. There were two edibles stuck together. I guess I have to take them both. Whoops. That reminds me. Doctor? Doctor? This one, I am, I'll self-admit that I'm okay with this one being a little bit of a shorter one. I'm, I'm still got to get some stuff done around the house after we're done recording, so I don't I need this one to be a yeah, marathon sesh. Ooh, actually, I'll do the other one. This tastes better. I like, so I like these chocolate ones that I have more, but I got these new tropical ones. They're not bad, but they I can really taste the weed in them. Yeah, it's always the aftertaste, too. You get about 90% of the way through it, and then you're like, not bad. Oh, there it is. Yeah, so I'm probably going to shake and gag a little bit on this one. Oh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, there it is. Ugh. I have one. It's called Mindy's is the brand. Really? Yep. I cannot tell. 
Can't tell. Uh, there's a brand called Quickies. Um, okay. They're really good. Uh, their whole, I don't know if you can tell, but their whole like thing is that they kick in really quick. Oh, nice. I I have avoided trying to research them because I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> I am that guy. Fair enough, but uh, when I went when I went there, the you know they buzz you back and then you have to go with an employee. Which I I wish more businesses adopted that business model. Which place did you go to? So I was near Saugatuck. Right, but like so, so I think it was a one-off. It was called. Was it called koi? It was like a little green fish. No idea. So I think it was local to the town. Uh, um, one that I like the most is three fifteen. Mm. That's really good. Three fifteen. Yeah, they have like somebody go back with you. Uh, they explain different strains and stuff like that to you. It was really nice. I, th- I think legally they have to have you go one on one with an employee. So they have to have you escorted back. They don't have to keep an employee like with you oh okay i i wish more places had that business model where it's like hey wait in the lobby the receptionist will make sure you're good to go so you don't waste your time Mm -hmm. but then you get a personal one-on-one person to bring you back and like i would go to mcdonald's if it was like that where it's like all right your your mchelper will see you now and they're like so tell me about what you're trying to do tonight uh man i'm just trying to relax okay so um i'm thinking we start with a base of a mcchicken we we go from there you're gonna get a mcchicken and then have a small fry then you're gonna get a um double quarter pounder with cheese that's it. exactly that's now like, i like the nuggets <laughs> the nuggets will carry you over <laughs> i like the nuggets some people don't like the nuggets we'll talk about that yeah. what do you what do you have in the way of a milkshake yeah. <laughs> oh our machine's broken i had a this super wonderful lady i'm sure everyone that works at this places are are wonderful um, the barber I had in Jersey, that was his side job, was doing that kind of thing. And it, I think it attracts a, a certain kind of nice person. A certain kind, yeah. I've, so I've realized that people who work in dispensaries, maybe just people who like regularly use weed are genuinely more calm than, uh, yeah. more calm than other people. I think it's that, like, speak softly and carry a big stick mentality, though, because those places also have super good security where they don't tolerate anything. So you can be super nice because, you know, like, you don't have to be mean. Someone, some big security guy will do that for you. Someone else to be mean. Exactly. So. Uh, All right. So welcome back to another episode of Hi Podcasting. I'm Dad. Uh, Podcast for dads, by dads, about being a dad. I'm your host and first time dad, Steven. And with me, as always, is two-time dad, Brad. Um, tonight's episode is a little different. Um, we don't have a guest, and we realized that we've been hitting some more serious topics recently. Mm. Um, so we're just going to shoot the shit, have a fun one this time. Uh, we're going to do a draft of TV dads. You know, it's that time of year. We just had the NBA draft, I think. I'm not an NBA guy. But we just finished up the NHL draft. You know, and... NFL draft is, is stuff going around. It's almost football season, so I'm kind of in that drafting mode. I'm kind of in that mindset of, like, let's let's get into this. Let's see. Recent sports drafts. Uh, the NFL draft... Was, well, that's the first one that came up. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago at the time of this recording. It was back in April. Yeah, it was, like, a couple months ago. A month or two ago. Football season is coming up, though. That's why I'm yeah, I'm excited. You know, getting to be the end of the summer. Well, it's coming up. Coming up. It's coming up, and uh, we have a good team this year. So. 
Absolutely. I'm excited. So, I mean, really good. Hell yeah, dude. I'm I'm fired up. That's why I'm like a draft is that perfect little back and forth. Yeah. Um so what's our what's our draft topic? So, draft topic is TV dads. Uh I don't think we didn't limit it to like either animated or live action series um which uh I was it took me a while to like refine my list like i put all the tv dads that i could think of at first and then i was like oh okay well i did sort of did my own bracket to like get to who i wanted on my list uh what's your what's your method of writing it down do you just raw dog it on like a word document because i'm an excel drafter i've i've drafted a lot of fantasy leagues i do it almost exclusively off excel so i the i i know how to use excel from like a business perspective but not from Mm -hmm. a fun perspective um so no i'm i'm the kind of guy i will uh i'm pen and paper i I write things down pen and paper so i will um i'll write out all the dads that i can think of oh and then i like would start crossing them off the list and and then i have my finish list on my phone but i have it up on my second monitor right now I, d- I go hard. Like when I do my NHL draft every year, I have the two screens and one of them is a spreadsheet that I custom make with like, it's got the names of the players and they're ranked based on the power rankings that come out right before. So like kind of wisdom of the crowd stuff of like, oh, this guy's a consensus number one. And I try to, I try to do it if he falls to the point where I can get him at a, a later date, yeah. I'll pick someone that I don't particularly like because they were selected by kind of, like I said, the wisdom of the crowd earlier to try to get value that way. I didn't overthink it on this one. I think we're just going to have fun picking some dads. I think we are, too. Um, how do we determine who goes first? Uh, I can look up a coin flip really quick. Yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Uh, do you want heads or tails? Uh, tails. All right. Coin flip and Google is flipping. Goes heads. Uh, I will choose to receive. You can go first. Okay. <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Didn't expect that. Um, all right. So I'm I'm in a the first pick overall. I feel like I have to come out swinging, and I'm really torn between picking who I think is a good strategic move to kind of block you out from getting them, but I also kind of want to pick my favorite because it's my favorite, and I'm worried that you're going to pick it later. Because it's your favorite. <laughs> but it's also kind of a deep cut, so. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and chalk it up and be analytical here, and I'm gonna take Andy Griffith from the Andy Griffith okay. Show. Okay. Um, little little older. Not even on your list. Okay, that's disappointing because watching that show, and I haven't seen every episode. I'm not a monster fan or anything like that. Um, they're really wholesome, just like a really. It really is. I think he reminded a lot of people of their grandfather. He reminds me of mine. He's got that kind of wavy combed hair like my grandfather did. Um, and I think he had that kind of real, real practical approach to parenting. It wasn't disciplinarian in an era where I think it could have been easy for him to just have been a hard ass on his son all the time. And he was a cop. Um, yeah, loses points for that, in my opinion. But I mean, he's right on the ACAB line of like, mm-hmm. he's he's the first one yeah. to not make it. You know what I mean? Like, you're you're right there. I mean, didn't even carry a gun most of the time. That's pretty oh. cool. That's pretty cool. Now, in my opinion, also loses some points. He's got Aunt May. Uh, no, yeah. Aunt May, that's Spider-Man. Aunt B. Aunt B. Yeah. Aunt B. Um, Aunt B really helped out. Came in clutch. I think she kind of. Yeah. Well, he's kind of covered some. I don't remember a lot of the Andy Griffith show, but 
I'm not familiar with what his marital status was. I don't think we're ever like I don't think the mom is around, is she? He's a single dad. Yeah. He gets points for that. Um, I have I am not a fan enough to know why he's a single dad. If they even explain it, maybe she was killed on some sort of police related incident. Maybe that's why he doesn't carry a gun. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't Google statistics on police domestic abuse. I, you know, I don't want to speculate. I'm just gonna go with what I think is a very simple answer. Every episode I've seen, he's a great dad. I've taken him. Welcome to the team, Andy Griffith. All right, cool. Uh, it's funny that both of our first uh, picks are from black and white TV shows. Uh, okay. Because my first pick is the man himself, Herman Munster. Ah! <laughs> damn it! That was the guy I was between! Yeah. That is my favorite TV dad. Oh, I should, uh... also, my, okay. also my favorite TV dad. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, I mean, he's just the most wholesome dad. He only wants to do right by his kids and his, I think it's his niece who is also there. Yep. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he, and he does a lot of, like, he's not afraid to have the hard conversation. Um, yep. And he's, like, always supportive of what, uh, what his, like, what his family needs. Like, what Eddie wants or um, Marlene. He's, like, always there. That's her name, right, Marlene? It might Mary Lynn. Hold on, let me look. You sure about his niece? Yeah. Marilyn. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um he he checks all the boxes for me, for sure. Yeah, um hard worker. You know, he goes to work, provides for his family. Yeah. Comes home, is an active and engaged dad. And I think Let's not not to Absolutely. Yeah. I don't want to steal the thunder on your pick, but like I think back to the era in the monsters was in on. Could have been really easy. Yeah, it was what? It was in the. One second. Um, so they did a movie in 2022. It's the 60s. Yeah. Yeah. Monsters. The Monsters. Monsters. Monsters Masquerade is what the first episode was. Yeah, 64. 64, yeah. It could have been really easy to write him as a really. Hard ass, like. No yeah, even just. Absolutely. Being true to the time yeah. would have been fine, and yet they made him surprisingly woke. I'll say it. Herman Munster. Yeah. Woke. Wo- uh, woke Sadie. Yeah. And um, his wife. Oh, boy. She's top, top five for me. Yeah. Uh, Yvonne DiCarlo. Yeah. I'll name drop. She's she's a sweetheart. And Fred Gwynn. I'm going to make a pull on that. Is Herman Munster, the actor. Yeah. Uh, because he played the judge in My Cousin Vinny. Uh, an excellent movie. So. Fred, Fred Gwynn, what a dude. Yeah, great dude. Uh, and then... Wow. Hold on. Who plays Eddie Munster? Uh, oh, Butch Patrick. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Butch Patrick. Do you think you know who plays every character? Uh, that's probably the extent of my knowledge. You've got three. You've got Lily Munster, Herman Munster, and Eddie. I don't. It'd be deep if you could pull um, Grandpa's name out. Um, deep cut. I want to. Was he an athlete? He was. Uh, Is he one of those guys that used to be like a an athlete back in the day and then became an actor? Why do I think that's the case? He was in. It says an American actor and activist, best known for his role as Count Dracula, lookalike Grandpa on the television series Monster. He also mm. let's look at his IMDb page. Oh, okay. 
Uh, he was in. Last thing he was in was in 1996 or 2002. Ooh. He was in Night Terror in 2006. Mm. All right, you'll have to drop the name because I don't. It is Al Lewis. Gun to my head, I couldn't have told you that. Yeah. But I got th- I got three monsters and a show that aired what 30, 30 years before I was born. I'm yeah, I'm gonna yeah. take my win on that one. Yeah. All right. And I only Butch Patrick because uh, he was an episode of Simpsons. Really made made fun of him being a child star. Yes. All right. Um, back to you. All right. So if we're doing that, okay. If we're clearly, uh, clearly, you're playing for keeps here. I'm gonna take someone who I think is on your list. Um, give me Uncle Phil from Fresh Prince. Ah, oh, you fucking dick. That was, yep. That was, that was, that was, I was hoping you wouldn't get him, but he was lower. He was lower on my list. Okay. Can I also say he's from a black and white TV show? Is that? <laughs> is that a good joke to make? Um, probably not. That's probably a joke that Uncle Phil would have not been okay with. Okay. Yeah, I'm taking Uncle Phil. Um, Phil probably would not have been okay with that one. He he, kind of is that ideal um, a dad who's not a dad. Yeah. I, I wanted to get at least one of those on my list, kind of like a your atypical dad because he means Uncle Phil. But everyone who's seen that show, even for a minute, knows he's he's the dad on that show. Yeah. Uh, what J Cole says. Um... Rest in peace, Uncle Phil. Uh, if I have a kid, I'm going to be a... Yeah. Yeah, no. 100%. Okay, spitting some J. Cole bars on here. Not a direction I thought this episode was going to take, but I'm here for it. Uh, Uncle Phil, the guy who played him, couldn't name him. I think he was the voice of a, a Shredder? Yes, he was. Yeah, it's the same guy who does Shredder in um, the Ninja Turtles, uh, who I have a Ninja Turtle on my shelf back there. Uh, Which I feel bad. Uh, James Avery. Yeah, that's who it was. The late James Avery. Um, which is sad because usually I'm pretty good about voice actors. No, you're uh, you're good. I wanted to say that it was um, Reginald Bell Johnson, but that is Carl Winslow from Family Matters, <laughs> uh, who also played uh, cop in Die Hard. James Avery, also Navy veteran, was in Vietnam. Yeah, good for him. All right, good for him. Um, so yeah, dad who's not a dad. You go with. Um, yeah. I, I tried to tried to build my draft list where there's there's a little bit of a, a different things on there, touching on some different topics, and I just I thought he was the perfect archetype of that of the the people in our lives who become our dads despite not actually being our uh-huh. our dads. Okay, so following that trend, I'm gonna move mm-hmm. somebody up in my list. Okay, who you got? Um, I'm gonna go dad who's not a dad, Dale Gribble. <laughs> <laughs> He's a dad. He's a dad in the purest sense of the t- like purest sense of the word. Like he is, whether you believe that John Redcorn is, uh, uh, Joe, Joe, right? Is his son's name? Um, what is? Oh God, why am I blanking on this? I'm so, I so oh, love King of the Hill. Joseph, yeah, Joseph, yeah. Joseph Gribble. Yeah. Um, whether you, whether or not you believe that Joseph is John Redcorn's son or Dale Gribble's son, um, Dale Gribble is the dad who is. He was there. He went to the baseball games. He was, like, there for... He taught Joseph the hard lessons. And he's one of those dads whose parenting didn't stop at his own kid. He wasn't afraid <laughs> to also teach Bobby Hill a lesson. And I think he teaches Joseph how to raise show turtles, because that's the thing yeah. that Dale Gribble does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, have gone down some rabbit holes on conspiracy theories about Dale Gribble, which that in itself is kind of ironic. 
about like does he is he actually been aware of Nancy's affair this entire time and the way to get back at her is by secretly being a good dad to Joseph yeah so like not only a good dad to Joseph but like a good husband to Nancy in spite of the affair so I'll throw two episodes at you um there's one that I love and it's where a female um exterminator comes into town yeah I love that one and he he famously is like unaware that she's attracted to him yeah so I think this is going to um age us uh, but I remember when we lived together, we had that one saved on the DVR. <laughs> the only King of the Hill episode that didn't get deleted. That was so good. <laughs> uh, he need, like famously just just shuts her down and goes back to Nancy and he watches his stories. Yeah, he loves. His um, but then there's the other episode. It's kind of near the later end of the season of the series where um, he becomes the smoking bandit. Yeah. And I I hate that episode. That does nothing for me. I love Dale Gribble, but the smoking I I don't hate that episode, but it's definitely not my favorite. And it's not my favorite showing of Dale Gribble. Um Yeah, it's it, that's the episode where he like goes crazy because he pumped a bunch of fumes underneath of someone's house looking for a raccoon. That's the one where he refuses to obey Arlen's smoking ban. Yeah. Okay. And he goes around smoking in restaurants and yeah, I remember that one. trying to impress Joseph who thinks he's cool. That was a big thing. Whenever we were in school, I remember whenever they started dropping all the smoking bans. Yep. I, just, I remember going into a restaurant and being asked, smoking or non-smoking? Yeah. Oh. Gross. Yeah, that makes me, that makes me feel ancient. Mm -hmm. All right, sir. All right. So you took, took Dale, Dale Gribble. Gribble. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to figure out, figure out who I want to go here, because you, you've cracked open the animation. I, I, I didn't want us to wait until, like, our last couple to pick out the animation, because there's some good animated TV dads. Uh, there are some good animated TV dads. Um, all right, I'm going to go with gut feeling here on just a dad that is insanely likable, and give me uh, Hal from Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, man. <laughs> if I didn't go Herman Munster number one, I was probably going to go Hal number one. He, he's just so damn likable in that, like, constantly doing bad things in that show. Yeah. Uh, I can, at the top of my head, there's this, the scene where he's trying to get the spider. <laughs> yeah. And he, and he opens the door, he throws it on Lois, and he's like, <laughs> and he lets Dewey take the fall. And, yeah. um, uh, and the, the, go ahead. The episode where he rents the, um, the steamroller where he just like any like roll unbelievable love that absolutely love that probably my favorite cold open of any show all time is there's a scene where he he walks in he flips on the light and the light bulb's dead so he goes to the shelf to get into the light bulb but the shelf is broken so he goes to the drawer to get the glue but the drawer is stuck mm -hmm. and it cuts to him like underneath his car with the engine block pulled out and lois is like i thought i asked you to fix the light bulb but he's like what does it look like i'm doing yeah so so clearly written by a, a brain trust of dads in that writer's room. I've never felt more seen as a father. I've never felt more seen as a father with ADHD. <laughs> <laughs> because I will start doing one thing. It happened today. Uh, I was outside cutting the yard, and I was like, oh, man, I got to go get gas for the mower. So I drive out, get gas for the mower. I luckily make that trip in one. Come back, and I'm like, oh, man, I should probably weed eat first. So I go downstairs. Uh -huh. Oh, realize I need to go get string. So I go back out to get string. <clears throat> and then my wife, like, I come home. My wife's like, I thought you were going to cut the yard. And I'm like, yeah, I am. 
what does it look like I'm doing? What does it look like I'm doing? Yeah. Um, hard, hard not to argue with Hal just being so goddamn likable. The roller skating, yeah. the fact that he's just effortlessly fearless about everything. Give me, give me Hal. Problematic in some ways, but give me Hal. But also, like, again, great choice because he's a dad who's not afraid to teach that hard lesson. He's always there to support his kids, but he's also not afraid to call them on his bullshit, on their bullshit. I think one of the things that I like too, and this is kind of like a personal connection, is there's moments in that show where I feel like he becomes a team with his uh, kids. And it's almost like it, it becomes him and his kids against his wife, which I don't love. Right. But there are very much moments in my own childhood where I remember my dad felt more like just one of my siblings goofing off with us than he did like my dad in a couple moments that really were good memories for me. Uh, I came home from work one day uh, at seven o'clock in the morning and your dad was cooking a duck. <laughs> like your dad has just always been one of the um coolest people i know and he very much is how from yes yeah, not from the middle plays by his own rules yeah, so exactly. right, sir volley back to you who are you going to take off of my list because i know you're probably going to pick someone that i had i don't know that i'll take somebody off your list more this one's a little bit more modern um phil dunphy from modern family okay okay yeah, I don't I've seen a lot of clips. Not super familiar with that show. Uh, he is another one of the. He's a he's a dad who's, while he is he falls into the bumbling idiot stereotrope, uh, like TV trope of dads. Yeah. Um, but he's also like a he's a very emotionally open dad. Um, he's not afraid to like have tender moments with other men, uh, with other like people in his community and stuff like that. Okay. From what I have seen from that show, it seems like they they went into that show writing it knowing he was going to be the idiot dad and still made a great character despite leaning heavily into a a trope that needs to die. Yeah, uh, like good, like I said, emotional dad. He's willing to stand up for the people in his family, like will go to bat for them every single time. Probably, if I'm guessing, probably to the point where he should have disengaged but he'll stick with the bit yeah should have backed out a while ago right yeah. i'm here for that um okay i like that pick not super familiar with the show but based on what i've seen he floats around a lot of circles of of great tv dads i like it i like it subverting expectations back to you back to me okay um the white list here getting thin already we're going Going pretty deep here. Um, could be Bob Belcher from Bob's Burgers. Ooh, okay. All right. I'm gonna take like that as my first animated pick. Good. And for anyone that knows me, I'm a big Simpsons guy. I'm a big Simpsons head. Mm -hmm. uh, nothing past season twelve. At me, I will happily discuss yeah. Simpsons with you on Twitter all day. So please at me. Yeah. Um, big, big Simpsons guy, but I'm gonna take Bob just because I think he plays better in 2023 than Homer does. Yeah, he's not abusive. He's not abusive and, like, you laugh at Homer, not with Homer. Right, but you laugh with Bob, not at Bob. I mean, what's more classic? And at Bob. What's more classic than the scene where he's like, fine, but I'm going to complain the whole time. Yeah. Uh, I will give you something more classic. Um, hiding in the walls of your home to avoid your in-laws. <laughs> I forget about that. Uh, 
one of my favorite things. Love that. That's so good. That's an early episode. Still one of my favorites. I think that is that even the first episode? No, because the first episode is the human meat. But yeah. that's got to be like the second episode, maybe. It's first season. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Really good. Yeah. All shout out to my favorite Homer Simpson moment of all time, where he is hanging by the rafter and he smacks the light bulb and it breaks and he shocks himself. But I can just think of so many Bob's Burgers moments. And maybe this is having watched it more as a dad than The Simpsons, though. I've I've rewatched the entirety of seasons one through twelve multiple times now as a dad, and just something about Bob sits a little bit better with me as a dad of like teaching Linda or Linda, um, teaching Tina how to drive. Yeah, I'm so worried to teach my child how to drive, and that's <laughs> minimum sixteen years away. That is my wife's job. She's so much better driver than me, so I'm I'm outsourcing that one. But give me Bob Bob Belcher all, right. all day. I'm. So I have two that I want to put in this position, but okay. I'm, and the only reason I'm one of them, I'm almost positive is on your list. Okay. Uh, the other one I think may be so far off your list that you wouldn't even it wouldn't even register. I okay. Think, I think I'm gonna go with the second choice. I'm gonna go uh, Walter White. Ooh. Yeah. Two Brian Cranstons in yeah. one draft. Yeah. I'm going. Okay. I mean, the man would do anything for his family. Of course, yeah, he gets a little bit like <laughs> he commits to the bit. I'll say that, right? Uh, yeah, and uh, another part of that is me listening to Brian Cranston's like his memoir is okay. so good. Uh, at one point, he talks about how he didn't want to play another dad who was in his underwear, being like, like. That's what he was. How? How? Yeah, he like played the yeah. guy who was always in his underwear. Like, nah, that was kind of his identity. But then, like the first episode of Breaking Bad, is <laughs> him in his underwear. It's just like the journey that that took was amazing. Guys, did he talk a lot about it in that in that uh, about what he drew from his? Assuming he's a dad, did he is? Uh, I believe he's his dad. I let me double check. Uh... Ryan Cranston have kids dot com. Yes, he does. Okay. Um, yeah, he does. Yeah. Uh, I would like to do a draft of uh, not even a draft, just a list of dads that we would like to have on the show at some point. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And uh, Brian Cranston is one of those people. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Walter White. I like it. I was going to say, uh, bef I was going to guess who you, that was not who I was going to pick. And you talk about a dad that would do anything for their kids. That's, that's going to be a hard, who hard. Who, yeah. Who well, else becomes a drug ping, king? <laughs> like, to support their family. Though, uh, you just described weeds. So shout out, sh shout out to our moms out there. Yeah. Um, it's a it's a shame that show took a hard nosedive into the toilet. Yeah, it did. After, but uh, the, like the first season or two. Yep, real real bad. Yeah, real real bad. All right, so you have Herman Munster, Dale Gribble, Phil Dunphy, Walter White. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a weird pick here because I'm gonna choose from a show that I have seen very little of, and indeed kind of hate. Uh, give me Jack Pearson from This Is Us. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I hate that show. 
I've, um, I watched the entire first season of that show, and I was like, I never need to watch any more of this show ever again. I, I'm i going to lean into a, a dad stereotype of it was one of those shows that my wife has watched. She wasn't super into it. I'm pretty sure she was playing on her phone, or at least not not as involved in it. Yeah. And it was one of those, I'm, I'm carrying a basket of laundry to the other room, and I, I stop because they're saying something interesting, and I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. And then, you know, 15 minutes later, I'm like, all right, whatever. I got to get this laundry done. So I caught a couple scenes where he's in it. I think he's a good dad. Users or listeners are welcome to chime in if I'm way off on this one, but. He's a good dad. Uh, Obviously, I don't think that you're going to watch the show. Um, Correct. He's a good dad, but he also like uh, spoilers for This Is Us, I guess. Right. Um, he uh he dies like he dies very early on like he, I'm pretty sure it's talked about in the first episode that he is like he dies in like a fire or something like a crockpot fire right yeah he yeah it's a faulty wire on a crockpot like because of the show I unplug almost every appliance in my kitchen like, every <laughs> night. um um yeah the the man I'll give the actor whatever his name is dude knows how to rock like the denim jacket with the wool collar. He's got some super Italian last name. It definitely ends in a vowel. Uh, uh, Milo Ventimiglia? I don't miss me with that. Yeah, I, I'm not going to try and pronounce it, but... Uh, Ventimiglia, that's what it looks like. Uh, um, has a, like, tells you how to pronounce it. Probably one of the more handsome dads in my draft. And uh, like, like I said, l- listeners are welcome to... To chime in if I'm way off, and I've I don't know how that show ended, so he could have taken a hard QAnon turn at the end there, or you uh, know, like I said, he dies before QAnon's a thing. He is a Vietnam vet, so he gets points for that. Okay, all right, that's that's at least two veterans. I'm assuming Andy Griffith is a veteran. He just got that vibe. Yeah, he probably stacked bodies in like World War II, but is Andy Griffith a veteran? Well, I mean his character canonically. Uh, who's Andy Taylor? I believe. You're right. Andy T- is Andy Taylor a veteran? Andy Taylor. Okay, so there's a. Okay, why is there an Andy Griffith show wiki? Yes, I called it. In the working world, Andy was the United States Army serving overseas in France, obtaining the rank of sergeant during World War II. Nice. I fucking scoped that one. Okay, so definitely stacked bodies in World War II. I'm going to just pretend he was in, like, Battle of the Bulge, Easy Company, doing absolute psycho shit. Okay, so spouses, since we're talking about Andy Griffith, Andy Taylor again, uh, spouse, unnamed first wife, died in 1954, we're not sure how. Uh, And then his second wife, Helen Crump, uh, 1968 onward. Mm. Yeah. Crump. Played by Anita Corsalt, it looks like. Okay. All right. All right. So I I guess I'm accidentally stacking a bunch of veterans here. So uh, is this like your team's going to beat up my team? <laughs> I mean, we might have to discuss that at the end. Well, wait till we draft everyone, and then we'll figure out whose team could beat up who. All right, cool. You do have Dale Gribble and Herman Munster. That's a solid high-low combo right there. But your your top line has a lot of talent. It's that bottom six that I'm worried about. Yeah. I just went with Jack Pearson. This is us. So it is back to you. Um, I think next.
I've realized that. <laughs> Ooh, uh, I'm gonna wait till the end to uh, analyze this in my head because I may have just had a realization that I needed to save for therapy. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Who would I want to grab off my list next? Um. Oh, okay. I am going to go. What's his name? It's uh, it's Terry Crews' character from Brooklyn Nine Nine. I don't remember the character's name. Sergeant Terry Jeffords, right? Jeffords, yeah, Jeffords, yeah. I'm gonna go with him. He loves his daughters. Fuck, that's a good pick. That's a really good pick. I hope to one day love my daughter as much as he loves his daughters. And their name's something cute too, right? Isn't it Cagney and Lacey? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Terry loves yogurt. No, that's a great fucking pick, dude. At at round ten to get Terry Jeffords is a fucking steal. Damn. Uh, so Terry Cruz. Nope. Just search the name Terry. Give me Terry Jeffords. Um. Yeah. He like he talks. I saw a clip actually today. Um. Where he talks about how he's talking to Andy Samberg, Jake Peralta, his like. Andy Samberg's character on the show um, about him having kids. And he's like, don't do it if you're not ready. Like, he's like, mm. I don't get to watch anything that I want to want to watch on TV. You know, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't like, he still hasn't finished Breaking Bad or something like that. And he's, right. like, he's like, but then he's like, oh, but I can recite Moana, like no other. And he's like, Maui, he does a line from uh, Moana. And then he's like, why do I know that? Like it's like he is willing to give up everything in his life for his daughters, and that's. I love that. Yeah, I I love the character as someone who is regularly exposed to harm. You know, he's in harm's way. He's a he's a yeah, Brooklyn yeah. cop. Yeah. Unfortunately, a cap, but he's he's right there with Andy Griffith, right? He, he, if we break down that line, he's he's right there. But um, you know, you talk about how do you deal as a dad with being in a job that might have you regularly exposed to danger. Yeah. And I think he threads that character in a really human way of like, yeah, dad works a dangerous job. I want to come home to my kids, and that's a motivation for me to do the right thing. Yeah, 100%. Um, also, uh, Terry Crews is a dad, so Terry Crews, get at us. Also, Terry Crews, fucking awesome. Yeah. Fucking, he's a G. He's a dude. He's a dude. Just guys being dudes. <laughs> All right. Back to me, I, I take it. Yeah, um, unless we have another uh, guest, I don't I don't think I think it goes right back to you. <laughs> I'm a bitch. Uh, all right, I'm kind of surprised you fell this far. Maybe is a little con- controversial of a pick. Give me Dan Connor from Roseanne. Uh-huh. Um, John Goodman. Uh-huh. So such a great fucking actor. I love everything John Goodman. Well, maybe not everything. I love John Goodman. I'm watching Righteous Gemstones right now. Phenomenal show. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? There's so many good um, uh, performances by him. Great dad in that show. I know the show is super divisive, and I don't in any way endorse Roseanne, the person, or what that show became. But I think he was like a a really diamond-in-the-rough example of blue-collar, was allowed to get angry, just a good dad. Another dad who is not afraid to like defend his extended family. Um, yep. There's that whole storyline where his sister-in-law is getting beat or something like that, and he goes over and like beats the shit out of the guy. Um, that's that's what I'm saying. He 
rolls up his sleeves. Yeah, he's a hardworking dude. Um, also, his away from the jo- like John Goodman as, as an actor, incredible actor. Um, he did like even the few episodes of Community that he was in. <laughs> I love those. As the annex uh, dean. That HVAC school. I fucking love that. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to Big Lebowski. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, what a treasure. We need, to, we need to protect John Goodman and celebrate him before he dies. Yeah. Also, uh, John Goodman looks like... Or my druid in Diablo 4 looks like John Goodman. On purpose? No, it was just like one of, kind of like one of the custom faces. Like one of the random selected ones. I'm like, all right, yeah, it looks like John Goodman. I will uh, send you. I, I the, dig it. I will tweet out the picture and send it to you. Excellent. Um, God, that's a good pick. I'm honestly, I'm mad that I waited that long on Dan, on Dan Connor, but couldn't have gone to a better team, I guess. <laughs> um, I think next we are going to go with. I think I gotta grab him before you do. I'm gonna go with Bandit Healer. Oh fuck! <laughs> god damn it! Why didn't I think of that? Oh, I'm so oh my god! I'm so mad that I didn't think of that. Were you sitting on that this entire time? Yeah, I was. Oh my god! Time, oh my fucking god! Every time I was like, oh man, he's gonna pick this one next. I gotta get it in, and I'm just like, oh. Oh my god! Yeah. I just I just let you draft Patrick Mahomes in the tenth yeah. round. Yeah. I, oh my god. Yeah. That was my Brady pick. <laughs> I'm going to be kicking myself for that for a long time. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Why did you pick Bandit Healer? What's not to pick? He's the dad that we all <laughs> aspire to be. Um, also, I found out today they're making a Bluey video game. Uh, Excellent. I'm pretty sure it's coming out next year. Yeah. Uh, not not my joke, but I'm, I'm sad you didn't pick Caillou's beta dad. <laughs> yeah, his fucking beta ass dad. And we're not even like... We're not even alpha, like, alpha bros. We're just, like, everyone's better than his dad. I was gonna say, we're pretty pro-dad on this podcast, but Caillou's dad fucking sucks. He fucking blows. Oh, blue, uh, bandit healer. Okay. Alright, I don't know how I recover from that. That's, like, that's, that might be my that's that's like a tyson shot i don't know that you can recover from this one okay all right let me write that one down and a healer we all right i don't want to pick thaddeus venture (laughs) no that crossed my mind and I don't think Brock Samson is quite there, because no. he's he's he. While well, he is a father figure, he is not a dad at all. He is not a dad. Um, I'm gonna go off off the board. I'm gonna go someone that I guarantee you did not have on your list. Uh, give me Jack Bristow, Sidney Bristow's dad from the show Alias, played by the incredible Victor Garber. And if I such a deep cut, <laughs> if I have not given away oh. the true um, '90s era horny suburban white girl, I I watched every episode of Alias because I had the biggest crush on Jennifer Garner. Um, and I think through high school, <laughs> I say that like I don't still, right. 
Uh, she's great, but give me give me Jack Bristow, Sydney Bristow's dad. Probably probably my answer to um, Walter White in terms of give me a dad who would do anything for their kids. Dude was like a quadruple agent at some point. Yeah. Um, regularly regularly broke like federal law to keep his daughter safe give me give me that and uh vic garber awesome dude wow awesome dude i i there's you could have like that could have been 10 i that never would have crossed my mind i i was i'm very proud of that one very proud of that one god that's a good one oh and that for me is uh that is my seventh that's that's the end of it You got. I think. Huh. I think I gotta go with. I gotta go with Tim Taylor. <laughs> well, Tim, I, I, the tool man, Taylor. You I, can put some respect on that name. <laughs> I may not be the biggest um, fan of Tim Allen, um, politically, whatever. Um, right. <laughs> but noted piece of shit tim allen yeah yeah noted piece of fucking shit uh tim allen um but tim taylor is another one of those dads he's a friend he's a friend to all and like he's he's an educator man first he is an educator Um, and handy i mean what what partner doesn't want that dad that there was no way they were going to be on my list um, okay who's that bill cosby well obviously um bill cosby as a dad and also um heathcliff huxtable that yeah so i wanted to i wanted to talk about no, go ahead go ahead no go ahead you're good um all right so if you don't mind read who you did you write them down who i picked yeah uh, so I had Herman Munster. I got to number four. I don't have them all written down. Uh, I didn't check the ones that I did, but it's um, Herman Munster, Dale Gribble, Phil Dumphy, Walter White. I don't remember who I had who I had as number five. You had Terry Jeffords. Terry Jeffords, Bandit Healer, and then um, <coughs> um, the guy I just fucking picked. Tim Taylor. Yeah, Tim Taylor. I'll send it to you. Oh, there we go. Yeah. All right. So I had uh, Andy Taylor, Andy Griffith Show, Uncle Phil, Fresh Prince, Hal, Malcolm in the Middle, Bob Belcher, Bob's Burgers, Jack Pearson, This Is Us, Dan Connor, Roseanne, and Jack Bristow, alias. Yeah. That's a good Happy one. with my pick. Happy. Both of us, I think, drafted well. So um, my first question, draft v. draft, who wins in a fight? We're saying open field. Okay. It was arranged to be there. No weapons. Bare knuckle only. Okay. Um, it's a seven on seven uh, brawl. I think. I think your biggest concern, like your like for me, like my biggest concern on your team is Jack Bristow. Like, okay. And if he and Jack Pearson, if he, if the two Jacks can get together, it's going to be scary. Because don't sleep. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Don't sleep on Uncle Phil. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uncle Phil's coming out swinging. There's that episode where uh, Will and Carlton get hustled, 
uh, and they lose a bunch of money or a car. Uh, and then yeah. Uncle Phil goes, yeah, you're right. He was ready to, to he, win that. He was ready to brawl, yeah. Uh, yeah. You've, got a, you've got a strong team, but Herman Munster is an undead being. I True. don't True. think you can beat that. <laughs> he is a Frankenstein-esque monster. Yeah. Okay. But also kind of a wimp. Very much a wimp, yeah. He's either the first to go down or the last one standing. You're, you're, you nailed it. Yeah. Um, Dale Gribble, Squirrely, you, you got kind of a wild card in there. I don't have a wild card. Uh, my um, is that somehow Dale Gribble and Tim the Toolman Taylor can team up um, and create some kind of death weapon with random refuse in this field. In this field, yeah. Yeah, you're, Phil, Phil's not really doing you a whole lot of favors. No. And Walter White's kind of another. It could go either way on that one. Terry Jefferson, though. Ooh. Early seasons or late seasons of Walter White. <laughs> that's, uh, that's what I'm saying. The early seasons. Still finding his legs. All right. You got any honorable mentions? Is there anyone that we didn't draft that you were surprised didn't get the pick? Or you, you just felt like would have been your eighth? Like So, uh, eighth pick, if there was one, I probably would have gone with Al Bundy from Married with Children. Okay. Uh, he's another one of those dads that's he's a working man while he is like maybe not the best husband um he is an excellent lover and a pretty good dad and how many touchdowns he score five um <laughs> uh, let's see how many touchdowns did al bundy score in a single game mind you score it was it was four Four. A uh, character who famously scored four touchdowns in a single game for Polk High School in Chicago during the equally um, that's fictitious, but uh, um, sit 1966 city championship. There it is. Yeah. There it is. He's, okay. Uh, he's also a he's one of those guys. He's a one of those jack of all trades types guys. Yep. Yeah. I probably would have gone Bernie Mac. Oh wow, I didn't even think about that one. Shit, that's a Bernie good Mac was a good one. Yeah. Um, and I'm I not surprised because it's not kind of our era, but I'm surprised none none of us took anyone from the classic like Full House step by step type I was, shows. Uh, I was surprised that neither one of us grabbed uh, Danny Tanner from Full House. And kind of just like I don't care about that show; it doesn't occupy any room in my brain. None whatsoever. It is. It's a blank that. space for me. It is that madman meme where he's like, I don't think about you at all. Right, exactly. <laughs> In the um, elevator. So. Uh, another honorable uh, honorable mention, Tony Soprano. Mm, yep. Yep. Another one of I did, to do whatever I did a deep dive of some uh, HBO prestige shows, and I was like, yep, these are all garbage people. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And then if you had to comb through your, your draft list, mm -hmm. what would you say is maybe, uh, give me a, like your strongest and weakest as a spouse not as a dad but as a partner okay all right so as a partner i think we go so i think this uh tim the Toolman taylor is, i think is the easy answer here um, okay better than banda healer yeah i was gonna say i think that was my other choice um bandit healer great dad not the best husband okay it's a spicy take, but okay. He loves his wife, but I think that he put he definitely puts his um like kids first. 
maybe at the expense of his wife. Maybe at the, the expense of his wife. Um, but no, I think, I think Tim Taylor, he's great. He like, he's always trying to make his wife feel wanted. Um, and he's mm. always trying to do all of these things to make his and his wife's life easier. Um, maybe sometimes it's at the expense, expense of like the safety of himself. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think we go. Yeah, I think we go. Uh, counter counterpoint. You know, Herman Munster was packing Schmidt. <laughs> oh yeah, he was. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, for mine, I would definitely say best dad or best partner, uh, Uncle Phil. Yeah. Right. Provided. Provided. Successful. Was always good partner. Above and beyond. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I would, I would nominate Uncle Phil. Probably worst. Jack Bristow. Yeah. Not not a great person to be married yeah. to. Not not super great. Uh, worst yeah, that one's easy. Worst dad on my list. Also Walter White. Absolutely. Best and worst dad on my list. Um, best. Yeah, he's also probably yeah worst husband as well. I'm thinking about it too. I'm also surprised that none of us took anyone from any of the like kind of Hanna Barbera style cartoons, like the Jetsons or Flintstones. Oh. I guess they weren't great dads, but they're pretty iconic. Like. Yeah, that's true. I honestly. Didn't even think about them. Yeah, I don't. Didn't well, Stones doesn't occupy a lot. Yeah. If unless I'm eating a push pop or a kid's multivitamin, I don't really think about the Flintstones. Ugh. All right. I like these draft lists. I think we did a great job. I'm looking forward to the next one. Maybe we can do TV dads. Maybe we can do. We just um, like maybe movie dads. I'm sorry. I meant movie dads. You're right. You're right. Oh, and the realization that I had that I should have saved for therapy was that, like, towards the beginning there, I was picking dads who I think maybe I aspire to be. Um, mm. And then I was I felt a little bit, as the list went on, it was very much, I'm okay with taking a few more risks with these dads. Right. Yeah. Maybe a dad that would have been cool to have Yeah. in my life. Maybe not my dad, but it would have been nice to know a friend's dad. Yeah, I, w I wish that I would have had a banded healer. Right. Yeah. I think uh, that's it. I don't. I don't have uh, anything else to add. Yeah, I think I'm good. Cool. I'll uh, exit us. Uh, do you have a dad joke? I don't. I have to Google one. Yeah, you're good. Wait a second. I do have a dad joke that I don't have to Google. Okay. Okay. Um, this one I heard from the internet a little bit earlier. Sorry if you've heard it. So, do you know that koi fish always travel in groups of four? There's an A, B, right? Um, that's why if they get attacked, A, B, and C koi can duck, and they'll leave D koi. Okay. Okay. All right. You're welcome for that. <laughs> let, that let that sit in your head like that broken crockpot for the rest of this week. Yeah, cool. Thanks. I love that. Uh, that's mm -hmm. it for this episode of High Podcasting. I'm Dad. You can find us on Twitter at OfficialDadCast. You can find us, um, you can email us uh, officialhpid at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook as well uh, or anywhere where you listen to podcasts Spotify, Apple, uh, Stitcher for a few more weeks, um, iHeartRadio. Rip to Stitcher. I yeah, gotta love to Stitcher. Stitcher. Yeah, they did a lot of cool uh, audio series that were really good. Mm -hmm. Remember, while you're there, please stop and give us a five star rating. Yeah. Tell us what you love, what you 
Tell your friends. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, send us questions. Uh, we're if we get enough, we'll do a mailbag episode. Um, Here for it. Yeah. I think that's it. <laughs>